the kids present long, strange trip. A journey into the publication history of Marvel's Master of the Mystic Arts. Let's place the eye of Agamotto on the Sorcerer Supreme himself, Dr. Stephen Strange. Broadcasting from his own Sanctum Sanctorum is our host, Angus. Doctor Strange, Master of the Mystic Arts, the Hunter, and the Hunted. Our thriller thus far, aided by the power of the dreaded Dormammu evil, Baron Mordo finally has Doctor Strange on the run. But although he's trapped in the far-off city of Hong Kong, the Master of the Mystic Arts fights back. There is no place on Earth for you to hide, doomed one. The eyes of Mordo are everywhere. Written in a Stygian Swampland by Stan Lee. Drawn in a dismal dungeon by Steve Ditko. Lettered in a conjurer's castle by Artie Simic. And thus begins The Hunter and the Hunted from Strange Tales, Volume 1, Issue, number 131, April. 1965. Doctor Strange is pursued by the henchmen of Bear Mordo in Hong Kong. He narrowly escapes each attack with his own mystical abilities. He tries desperately to make an escape. He defeats all attackers in both human and astral forms. Doctor Strange manages to sneak aboard an airplane and he tricks Mordo's men into searching for him elsewhere by disguising his astral form like one of Mordo's men and trick the others into going the opposite way that the plane is heading in. This is a very interesting installment. It is a continuation of the story which started in issue number 130. I can't say that there is a lot of high-paced action. There is action nonetheless, but it's a little more refined, meaning it isn't this cosmic battle. It truly is a pursuit story. It's almost as if it's Doctor Strange the Fugitive. He is being pursued by Mordo, and of course Mordo is working for Dormammu. There's some interesting back and forth in this issue between Mordo and Dormammu. Dormammu basically saying, hey Mordo, I'm making you what you are right now by bestowing some of my abilities and powers to you to heighten your ability to pursue Strange. And Dormammu's endgame here is to have Strange defeated, because Dormammu views Strange as being a massive threat towards his ability to take over more of the earthly domain. And, of course, the Ancient One. Now, the Ancient One is hidden away, so the pursuit here is towards Strange, because there's a belief, hey, Strange has got a direct connection with the Ancient One, and if we get Strange, we'll obviously ultimately get the Ancient One, too. Now, Strange, throughout this issue, is disguised in a hat, sunglasses. It appears to be a blue suit, and he is wearing a scarf around his neck, really trying to make himself blend in with the tourist crowd here in Hong Kong. The big, fantastic, and 
strongest of this issue, the thing that stands out the most, is Steve Ditko's artwork. Steve's artwork from every one of these strange tales as the Doctor Strange character continues his development in the comic book just gets stronger and stronger with each issue. The vivid detail of Hong Kong, the pursuit and use of shadows and spies and Doctor Strange utilizing his powers to get these spies, these agents of Mordo Office Trail are on full detail here. It's really cool how magic is rendered. What's also interesting is you see Mordo in an area that has some of the symbology of the sanctums to it. So I'm almost feeling that Mordo has taken over one of the sanctums and that's where he is working out of as he's talking to Dormammu through an enchanted dimension like window or mirror here. The thought process of Ditko, if he indeed came up with this story, and then the snappy dialogue by Stan Lee is an interesting one. You at one point actually have Baron Mordo conjuring up a henchman and through his brain utilizing Dormammu's powers physically transports him to Hong Kong and there's this floating head that is Mordo's when you have his agent go into a smuggler's den. And I speak for the mighty Baron Mordo. He commands you to search every inch of the city until Doctor Strange is found. Be gone, man from nowhere. We take orders from none. We are not the lackeys of your Baron Mordo. And with that, this floating head, this astral floating head of Bear Mordos comes in. What? You dare defy an order from he who will one day be the ruler of mankind? So Mordo has his own endgame here, his own pursuit. It's actually rivaling that of Dormammu's, but he's trying to work all angles, all sides here. And he ends up astral projecting some power and capturing one of the smugglers in a alternate dimension. He calls it now, Witless One, let the vapors of Valtor engulf thee. No! Who else among you defy the word of Mordo? And no one does then. He basically snaps all these smugglers into place and sets them out in the city trying to get a hold of Strange and find out where he is and intercept him. Meanwhile, there are some other agents of Mordo who are in pure astral form that are floating in and out of buildings here looking for Strange. And Dicko does an incredible job of showing those astral forms going through these walls, entering into the harbor area there where you see the beautifully intricate junk boats and large freighters in the harbor. There's a very cool scene at a restaurant and a bar area. The crowded street scene with what appears to be just international tourists there. Folks of multiple nationalities, you can tell. It's just really cool and accentuating the metropolitan nature of Hong Kong at the time of being a center of commerce and trade. What's also cool within these panels is Doctor Strange creates an illusion where he turns himself into appears to be seven versions of himself and these smugglers look at him and they divide up and go running after these different visages of strange meanwhile strange escapes and very craftfully makes his way to the airplane area in the hopes that 
all of these pursuers, not only the smugglers, but also some of these agents in astral form from Baramordo, will pursue these false visages, these beings where he's basically replicated himself, these illusions, and get them off his scent. At one point, one of these astral beings comes onto the plane, and Strange enters into his astral form in order to battle that pursuer, and he ultimately ends up defeating that being. And we leave with, this was the only way. Had I attempted to flee in my ethereal form, Mordo would have found me with a simple spell. But he is not likely to think of searching this plane again. But it is no victory. I have won merely a brief respite. I still must learn the source of Mordo's new power. And until I do, my life is forfeit. If I dare make one mistake. Behold, by the crimson bands of the Sidorak, we promise you this. Your mortal eyes have never seen such a mystic enchantment as awaits you next issue. Till then, may the Vashante speak your name softly. And that's where we end our story. Mordo is very frustrated. I was a fool. I should have known. Strange wouldn't dare take a plane. He'd be too vulnerable. He used an illusion to lure me to the airport. He hid somewhere else. So central to the theme in every one of these Doctor Strange stories is Doctor Strange outthinking his opponent and utilizing his magical abilities, those mystic arts, in order to foil their plans against him. And once again, Doctor Strange buys more time by escaping on that plane and throwing Mordo off his scent. And with that, kids, we would love to hear from you once you have read Strange Tales, Volume 1, Issue Number 131, and specifically, Doctor Strange, The Hunter and the hunted. Please leave us a message via the Anchor app or send us an email at kirbyskidspodcast at gmail.com.